0: This is Bronx Bomber's Beat with me, Nate Shelton. Let's get into it. Alright, well welcome into Bronx Bomber's Beat. I am, of course, Nate Shelton. i going to recap the week in Yankees baseball. Finishing up that West Coast trip going 6-3. Their best record on a West Coast trip in 10 years and all with a makeshift lineup with all the injuries to this team. They were able to have a successful West Coast trip, which is always difficult for an East Coast team. You have seen how that was, especially with the Red Sox beginning of the season. They took three or four from the Angels. They swept the Giants, then lost the short two-game series against the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, of course have some standout pitching. Both those games were one-run affairs, 2-1 to one, and 3-2. to CC Sabathia took the loss in the first game, 2-1. to one. He was able to m- capture the 3,000 strikeout milestone, striking out John Ryan Murphy in the fourth inning to achieve that. Of course, his family was there to celebrate that with him, the team all congratulated him. It was a great scene out there. All he has gone through the last few years with his knee problems, this year coming in with the angioplasty surgery, and be starting the season on the injured list, it's the big fella, definitely well-deserved, going to submit his case for the Hall of Fame. Definitely proud to see him wearing that Yankees hat when he goes in. The story, though, was Zach Greenkey who confused and kept the Yankees hitters off balance all night with his mix of pitches, off-speed, fastball only topping out at 91 miles an hour, but just placing it where, everywhere he needed to in seven and a third innings. So he got the win. And in the second game of that series, Masahiro Tanaka only was able to go four innings, give up three runs, had six strikeouts, just his splitter was not where he wanted it to be. Says he needs to make continue to make adjustments like he has all season. We'll see how he does on his next outing. So this was an improvement from the night against the Angels when he gave up six runs, just losing it all of a sudden in the sixth inning. The bullpen was able to keep the Yankees in it for their whole night. Luke Voigt hit his ninth home run for the Yankees to get them on the board and extending his streak of on base Game's on base with 41. Guy has been an absolute machine and dependable all through the season. So far this first month with all the injuries the Yankees have had, he has been their most reliable player. Leads the team with RBIs in 25. Nine home runs as well. 396 on-base percentage. Just absolute great work by Luke Voigt, showing that the end of last season was not a fluke. He is a legit player and should be respected in the lineup, and especially shown by where the Boone has been putting him in the lineup with these injuries. He's batting second, which is normally Aaron Judge's spot, so that tells you all you need to know about Luke Voigt right there. Gary Sanchez was able to make his return in the Angel series, and he struck out a handful of times in the last two games of that series and the rust definitely was there coming off the injury list. But he uh, got back, literally got back into the swing of things in the Giants series that the Yankees swept the second game of that, I'm sorry, the first game of that series, hitting a monster grand slam to get things going for the Yankees. 467 feet to left center field. And if you know anything about the ballpark in San Francisco, it is not a hitter's ballpark. So he just absolutely crushed that ball. Danny Rodriguez knew it as soon as it left his hand, that it was gone. And the Yankees went on to win that game 6-4. Domingo Herman got his fifth victory for the team in this one. Did give up four runs in the sixth inning, but he said he felt absolutely great. He went the distance he was needed to go. He, you know, he gave up four runs, but he said, you know, he still felt great. He improved on his last outing. He, even with that, those runs given up, he leads the Yankees in ERA with a two five two ERA. And just every game, he gets better and better, stronger and stronger. Never has not had a setback yet. And this is vast improvement on his sophomore year from last year. I mean, not to say that he was terrible last year but his problem last year was walking people and had that one inning usually the first inning where he struggled he scuffled a little bit and he was able to settle down this time this year he comes out sets the tempo early and and what save for the first start of the season when he had four walks he is really not walking anybody this year and Domingo Armand is showing that stuff that could possibly make him a future ace if not the Yankees for somebody else, and of course, we would all love it to be for the Yankees. And I really don't think he's gonna go anywhere if Brian Cashman has anything to say about it. So the Yankees, the fact they're able to go six and three on this West Coast trip with about nine tenths of their lineup out on the injury list is just absolutely amazing. They're only two games back of the Rays first place. In fact, they gained half a game last night because the Rays lost both games of a doubleheader to the Royals. So, even in a loss, the Yankees are gaining ground on the Rays. They will return home tomorrow for a 13-game homestand. They have the next 13 of 16 at home. Unfortunately, this time around, the uh, competition gets a little bit tougher. Had a lot of bottom feeders the first month of the season at home. This time they will be having the Twins, Mariners, and the first place Rays coming in to visit. So the competition stiffens up a little bit. And this stretch of games where 30 of 31 played, so a month of May, is not going to be kind to the Yankees. And fortunately for them, they will be getting some help back from the injured list, D.J. LeMay, who missed the last few games with that sore knee after fouling a ball off, says he looks to be back on Friday. It's still sore, but he you know, he feels he can play on it and be productive. Urshela, who uh, had that hit by the pitch on the hand, fortunately didn't break it. He was able to pinch hit in both games of the series. He did on Tuesday against the Diamondbacks. He expects to be back in the lineup as well. It's both precautionary, avoiding the injured list, which at this point Yankees can't afford any more injured uh, players on the injured list. They also look like they could be getting Giancarlo Stanton back this weekend. Of course, he had a little bit of setback with his injury list stint. Uh, had a cortisone shot in his shoulder last week, so he was expected to join them with Arizona. That did not happen. It looks like he will... Be back for the Twins series, so keep our fingers crossed there's no more setbacks. Also, Clint Frazier is due to come off the injured list tomorrow. He has been running and swinging a bat, hitting in Arizona while the Yankees were there. Looks like he could be ready to go. The Yankees will decide if he is or not. They did say originally it could be as short as 10 days, up to 14. We'll see what they decide to do this weekend. Also, Miguel Andahar and Troy Tulowitzki played rehab games in single A. Andahar getting a few chances at third base with throws to test that labrum. He did have two errors and went 0-3 in his first game back. Uh, minus the bat, I guess you could say he's back in shape and ready to go with the errors. But yeah, it be an interesting decision the Yankees make with him to see if the throws are giving him giving his labrum a problem. Of course these aren't just you know catch a ground ball toss it over to first or second these are live game action throws with a lot more stress on that arm and shoulder so we'll see how that holds up and what the Yankees decide to do with that if they're going to let him play in the field or if they're going to need to indeed shut him down and have surgery but all signs point to him coming back this next week so we'll Hope that is the case. Torrey Tulewitzki, like I said, he played in that game as well. He went one for three with a home run, which was nice to see. Unfortunately, he was hit by a pitch in the calf muscle that he strained the muscle in. So the Yankees pulled him for precautionary reasons. Said he felt tightness, so they sat him down the rest of the night. Just to make sure that didn't he didn't re-injure himself, so we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Uh, most fans are kind of indifferent with Tuliski right now. He is a low risk gamble. Uh, we have Torres at shortstop. You could plug him in there until DD gets back, probably July. At this point, I think most uh, fans uh, aren't worried about Tuliski coming back. They don't see him being contributing much to the team, although it would be a nice rest for Torres every once in a while. But we'll see how the Yankees do in this 13-game home this 13-game homestand against some tougher competition. They could close the gap on the Rays, possibly overtake them, or they could fall back further behind. You just never know. One thing they did prove as this the uh, trip ended that the Yankees definitely need some more offensive pop in their lineup. You can only play small ball with a makeshift lineup for so long. Especially when you guys got guys like Talkman and Wade in your lineup that are trying to uh, provide some offense. Talkman, for uh, as admirable as he as he done, he's done. He he was expected to be nothing with the bat when he showed up. He does have three home runs. He has provided some timely hitting, but he's just too inconsistent to be counted on. And it will be very welcome to get Clint Frazier back in the outfield. So, to get him back, LeMahieu back, and unfortunately Wade is the same with the bat. He rarely hits the ball out of the field. More of a soccer, uh, bunting threat at this point. His speed on the bases is fantastic. The problem is he rarely gets on the bases unless they pinch run for him. So, definitely Be nice to get some guys back in the field in the lineup and get that offense up and rolling again. Do definitely expect some rust from these guys as they work their way back. It's not going to be instant offense once they get in, and we saw that from Gary Sanchez when he jumped back in. Took him a couple games to get his uh, swing back to major league standards. So Stanton would probably be even a little longer with his layoff. He's been out for a month. Frazier, I wouldn't expect it to be too much rest for him. He's only been out for about a week and a half. So he could pick up where he left off, hopefully. So if there is a bit of a downturn for the Yankees, don't be surprised if the offense struggles for a little while as these guys get back. And don't make that knee-jerk reaction to say, Oh, let's put Talkman back in, let's put Tyler Weed back in. No, these guys are going to need time. These are the guys that are going to get us to the playoffs and give us the best chance to win this year. you got to have them in the lineup. I mean, small ball is great. you got guys like Lemayhew who get on base and do stuff for you. So, there still is that on base uh, guy that is gonna be the run scorer for you. Guys like, like I said, LeMahieu, Voight, even with his power, he gets on base, obviously he leads the team in on base percentage. So, it, you, it's gonna take some time once these guys get back. And you see, I would imagine month by month there'll be a different player added to this team. Uh, Hicks, it looks like he started to swing a bat, so that's a step in the right direction for him. The worst thing is, he said this was going to be a five-day delay once the season started. It's now been over a month, and he's just now swinging a bat. So, hopefully by the end of the month, we'll get Aaron Hicks back. I would imagine Judge would probably be back in July. Hopefully, that's the best case scenario on me. I mean, if you want to really nail the timeline down, safe bet is after the All-Star break with that oblique strain. is gonna be back around July with his uh, Tommy John surgery. And Jordan Montgomery also will probably be back August, September. So there's another arm for the rotation. Also, Luis Severino, hopefully, with that uh, lat problem that he had with his shoulder issue, he could be returning in July as well. So Like I said, every month or so there'll be a new player added. This team gets up and going and full strength. I mean, they're 17-13 and with this lineup they've got. The pitching is keeping them in the games. The offense, once it gets together, this team will definitely be contending the whole season long. You're going to have the Red Sox creeping up. They're already starting to wake up a little bit with offensively they swept the uh, A's this last week so they're slowly starting to get back into shape as well Mookie Betts looks like he's regaining his old form slowly so it's going to be an interesting race for the AL East this year the Rays is going to probably be in contention for most of the year we'll see how their offense holds up I mean we, they've got the pitching so if they can keep it going offensively they're going to be right there in the mix as well so well, it'll be a interesting, crazy month for the Yankees. 30 out of 31 days they have a game. So we'll see how this series against the Twins and Mariners do, and we will see where the Yankees stand in the AL East next Thursday. <laughs> You're listening to Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton, part of the MTMV Podcast Network. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice.